Ahoy, and welcome back to Piecemeal. This is a One Piece Book Club podcast. I'm your Captain Tyler, and my Nakama joining me tonight are Laura. I love brownies. Matt. When have I ever broken a promise? Jason. Tears off the starboard bow. Justin. Hello. (laughs) Melissa. Survival is the greatest victory. Dave. I don't know anything about Zolo. And Theo. I'm just a cuddly octopus man. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I panicked. I like that that One Piece has provided all of us with such unique, like, venues for (laughs) self-expression. Literally, like, every time it sounds like you're mousing over each one of us on character slides. Yeah. It's... Uh, there was this uh, video going around about this uh, bootleg mobile game called like yeah, Mobile Fighter that. N, and it's just like every so many weird voice choices. Oh yeah, every little thing where like they mouse over Cloud and you hear, "I admire him, Sephiroth." <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, this is a pretty full boat right now. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, do we need to start bailing? Like, do I need to grab the bucket and... <laughs> we are going to capsize with emotion momentarily. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm ready. Is this, like, is this like an important volume or something? <laughs> I have no idea what anyone could possibly want to talk about this week. I have my emotional life jacket on. <laughs> Every week on this show, we read and discuss one volume of the famously ongoing manga One Piece. And this week, we are covering volume nine, which is entitled Tears. Hell yeah. <laughs> Perhaps aptly so. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly for, sets for, it up. For one reason or other. Um, and I'm not going to ask an opening banter question this time because I want to save as much time as possible for talking about this fucking volume of One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> There's so gonna... much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the capital um, so... M. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the author's note this time, which does have another visual aid attached to it. Mm-hmm. Right now. It's the seventh month of the year 1999, going by the Western calendar. It's the month that Brother Nostra, parentheses Domus, and parentheses, uh, predicted would see the destruction of the world by the great king of Anglomois. And so the world governments have taken the opportunity to put the great king of Anglomois on the most wanted list. His royal mug appears above. And it is just a disgusting little man. (laughs) Just just a disgusting little weirdo. (laughs) With a tiny crown. And he's got a little snot coming out of his nose. And he's got an ah on his forehead. Yes. His punishment, confinement until the eighth month. If you should find him, please refrain from using any rolling savat kicks or pile driver attack moves. Signed, the world governments. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> this is the opening. This has nothing. This is this is not even the volume yet. Yeah, I can't is, stop this rolling. This survive. is already where we're at. Yeah. The moment I see that guy, it's hell in a cell right there. <laughs> oh yeah, right through the top of the cage. The fact that he he uses a rolling savat tells me that Oda is such a huge wrestling nerd. <laughs> That's definitely one of those moves that only giant wrestling nerds are familiar with. <laughs> And it, that was his opening statement. I'm sure Sanji's a fan. 
Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. In the last volume, while working off the damage he caused aboard the ocean-going restaurant Baratier, Luffy meets Sanji, the sea cook, and asks him to join his crew. Uh, but Sanji, for reasons only he knows, refuses to leave the restaurant ship. Before that mystery can be solved, Don Krieg and his pirates try to capture the Baratier, triggering a ferocious battle. In the end, Luffy and Krieg face off, and Luffy proves that courage is sometimes more than a match for overwhelming firepower. After the battle, Luffy again asks Sanji to sail with him, and once more Sanji refuses, until Chef Zef and his fighting cooks conspire to convince Sanji that he should follow his dream. Touched by their extremely tough brand of love, Sanji says a tearful goodbye and sets off with Luffy. Meanwhile, Zoro and Usopp sail ahead in pursuit of Nami and arrive at an island ruled by the fishman warlord Sawtooth Arlong. Scarcely have they arrived when, to their shock, they find Nami consorting with the pirates. I mean, to be fair, she was already consorting with pirates. Yeah, they just didn't know that part yet. <laughs> yeah, for, for no, I mean, years. these are... I'm talking about them. <laughs> but they're good pirates. <laughs> they're the pirates that are on the cover of the manga. <laughs> also in this volume, we conclude our first cover story, which is Buggy's crew after the battle. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. We have four more entries, and those are that Richie's crew is saved by mysterious figures on a cliff in the east. Buggy is back in his full stature, all of his body parts are back together, and he stands alongside Moji, Kabaji, and the Mystery Woman. He's so tall and I'm so proud of him! <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever be happy to see his ugly mug! Does this, does this also mean that once Richie took over, he just left um, Moji and Kabaji yes. behind? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they just left them in a heap. <laughs> uh, everybody teams up to beat up the remaining tribesmen. And we get our finale, which is entitled, Oh, Captain, My Captain. (laughs) With everybody celebrating Buggy's return. They each stand on a school desk. (laughs) What a a shonen hero. (laughs) Yes. Incredible. And now we'll never see Buggy again. (laughs) All right. Bye, Buggy. Bye, Buggy. Happy ending. Dave, you were a little too quick with that. (laughs) You were like, well, can't can't miss you if you don't leave, Buggy. We'll see (laughs) you. Listen, I know better than to count a good pirate out. <laughs> uh, Arlong is trying to turn the East Blue into the Arlong Empire, and Nojiko tells Usopp that all they can do is endure for now. Arlong begins to torture Genzo in front of the townspeople, trying to goad them into fighting back, but Genzo tells them all to stand down, and if they die, that the fishmen will win. You gotta endure. Arlong prepares to smash Genzo into the dirt, but is stopped by an exploding star. Who could have oh. shot that? Yes. Could be anyone. Literally anyone could have done this. <laughs> we see Captain Usopp, knees shaking, as he stands above them all on a nearby roof. <laughs> the fearless warrior of the seas, Captain Usopp. Indeed. Doesn't he call himself, like, the Demon King? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he says, they, uh, yes. and he, he flee now and live, because he has 8,000 hardened killers behind him. <laughs> uh, to which Arlong responds, I don't care if you have 80,000. <laughs> so this time, the I have an unreasonably large army behind me lie, it didn't work. Not because it was too outlandish, but because it wasn't outlandish enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. To intimidate a guy like Arlong, you gotta aim higher than that. You need some more zeros. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to gauge that. I hope that that running joke continues for a very long time. I don't think you'll be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it's got time. Yeah. Arlong, furious, picks up the whole ass house that Usopp is standing on. 
Mm. <laughs> wow, yep. he's so strong. And he, he smashes it through a whole block of houses, very much like a buggy ball. <laughs> he is the buggy ball. It's his gun. He was oh, the yeah. buggy ball the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> we get some very interesting faces of, of other pirates. Oh, yeah. On Arlong's squad. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. <laughs> I, <There's> I don't... <laughs> I, as soon as you said that, I realized I'm getting too used to these interesting faces. Because, like, every background oh, yeah. character is so interesting to look at saying. and has yeah, been, even yeah. when they weren't fishmen. How That's do you think true. I feel? I've been reading this since 2003. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a it just washes man. over me now. There's... There's a guy who has I don't know I get I don't know if it's a shark or an alligator face but he has human ears to go with it. The, what, the guy with the earrings? Uh, I don't know if the earrings or not. Like a little <laughs> black cap. Oh, and I can't tell if it's hair head. or uh, it's it's the panel under Arlong picking up the house. Oh yeah, what? what is, I can't tell what that guy is. Yeah, just very low human ears. Yeah, there's yeah. so many. There's so many issues. He's like a there's, hair. There's one guy with um, like one of those frilly aristocrat collars. Yeah. Also, herring, holding just a pair of maracas. You're right. Yes. Oh, who are who are these people? <laughs> My favorite thing about the maracas guy is this is not the only time we see him. Oh, yeah. Is it's the first time I've noticed. Him. Of course, it's oh. not. One piece. <laughs> He's important, all things considered, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, every great crew needs musicians. And I'll never forgive him. <laughs> uh, the limber Captain Usopp barely gets away from being smashed, and he runs for his life. He fires an egg star back at the fishmen, which does briefly stop them in disgust. But it is a short-lived victory. And it's when it stops them for like a second, he's just like, oh, "It worked." <laughs> he stops. He stops full, and he's just like, oh, "My technique, it, it found purchase." <laughs> <laughs> the panel is also just like the smallest panel you'll ever see. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, I get that joke. <laughs> yeah, it was a bear horn with a question mark at the end. Oh. <laughs> With the fishmen chasing Usopp, the village begins to tend to Genzo uh, until Nami arrives, and then everybody slams their doors in disgust. <laughs> Those fishmen are nuts, someone says. <laughs> that was just for you. <laughs> Nami brings a bouquet of flowers to a very humble grave on the outskirts of town, saying that she only has 7 million berries to go until she reaches the agreed-upon 100 million in her bargain with Arlong, at which point he will give her the village. He's gonna buy this town. That's still so many. It, seems like it a does lot. seem like a lot. Though compared to a hundred million, significantly yeah. less. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm a little bit lacking scale in mm -hmm. terms of this currency. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, there are currencies where a million is not a ton. I mean, it's a lot, but not like... Yeah, I yeah. don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't have a... Do we have well, a dollar yeah. conversion rate? Yeah. It's hard to gauge, but based on what they have to pay the fishmen, which is oh, like 100000 per adults per month. Right. And that's still livable for the most mm -hmm. part. Are they, I mean, that's I that's the only like point of reference that we have. Yeah, have there have there been any moments in, in the Mongor show where they like actually pay for like a meal or something? Not that there necessarily <laughs> would be, but... No, they typically just steal it, I you think. You know, I guess, which fits, but... 
Or I we guess. just see them eating and then leaving. They have to yeah. have some reason to be called pirates. Mm-hmm. The only money <laughs> I can think of is for bounties. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Right. It's a bounty based I... economy. Yeah. I mean, basically, Dave. It is the great age of pirates. I was just I about to say, yeah. Like one or two moments where they had to rent something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you're relating it to yen, 100,000 would be about 1,000 mm-hmm. in US dollars. Which is. I think that's a safe conversion. Yeah. Okay. At least for now. Barring any plot events that cause inflation. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, back at Arlong mm-hmm. Park, Zoro massacred the fishmen that Arlong left behind his guards, and he is sitting in Arlong's chair, wondering what he should do next. <laughs> very considering blind. that he promised Luffy he would bring Nami back. What an image. Yeah. Also, yeah. he uh, stole a shirt. So I love. That. Oh yeah, it's such one. a good shirt. It's very dad on break. vacation vibes. <laughs> oh god. Hachan the octopus sits outside Arlong Park fishing somehow not hearing all of his crewmates being massacred. Uh, and he calls out to something called Momu and tells it to come eat. Momu! I'm a big fan of Momu. Momu! Momu! Oh my god. I didn't realize what was to come in this volume, and I thought, oh man, Momu is my new favorite character. Momu's gonna be what I take away from this. And I still do love Momu so much. Yeah. A shadowy beast swims nearby, but does not surface. <laughs> and Zoro comes to check out the trumpet sound that Hachan <laughs> yeah. is making. Yeah, the shot of him just still sitting in that chair. Was that a trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening around here? <laughs> uh, Hachan assumes that Zoro is another Navy guest of Arlong's and offers to take him into Kokoyashi Village to meet with Arlong. Uh, I love this aspect of the volume of everybody leaving where everybody else is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a British farce of opening and closing doors. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Momu reveals itself to Luffy and company, so I guess they're nearby, uh, having smelled Sanji's cooking. Of course. Momu is an enormous sea cow. It's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> Literally a sea cow. Like a yes. giant sea cow, mermaid, Nessie... <laughs> Beautiful bovine, big round eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yosuku calls it a Grand Line monster. The info box yeah. refers to it as Mumu the Sea Cow, heavy combat beast, Arlong's pirates. <laughs> Me too, kid. When Luffy hears that it's after his food, he immediately punches it. <laughs> There's some things you just don't, some lines you don't cross. He does not share. <laughs> Love that panel so much. So good. Sanji takes pity upon the beast and attempts to feed it, but also kicks it in the face when it gets too close to biting his hand. Yeah. Uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. When Momu attacks in retaliation, Sanji puts it down with a collier coup, aka a neck kick. Yeah, I appreciated the helpful little editor's note that collier is neck meat. Uh, yes, Sanji names all of his attacks in French. Okay. And they're typically... They're typically just calling out the body part he is about to kick. Pomme de terre. It's a nice little gimmick. <laughs> also, I love that he calls him stupid hippo. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't sure. Is it a cow or a hippo? But Sanji has made his decision. Zoro starts to look for Usopp in Kokoyashi Village, while Arlong returns to Arlong Park to find that his men are slaughtered and his officers bring in a captured Usopp. <laughs> 
Well. Well. Uh, with all of these weirdos showing up, and now one of them being the famed bounty hunter Roronoa Zoro, some of the fishmen begin to suspect that Nami brought them to take out Arlong. She didn't kill Zoro, after all. She saved him, in fact, mm-hmm. in front of them all. Mm. Which is suspicious behavior, I'd sure. say. It must be said, yeah. More. I love, I love the pirate good. with the tiny squid head. <laughs> I'm so in the background. <laughs> You're right. Oh, yeah. He's, he's not really good at head. There quite he is. Bit, quite a bit. So many good character designs. <laughs> Nami shouts them down, saying, Eight years ago, I sealed my oath of loyalty with this tattoo. I almost have the amount agreed upon in our deal. I wouldn't do anything now to ruin things. Uh, Arlong has full confidence in Nami's loyalty and apologizes for his men accusing her, but does plan to murder Usopp and Zoro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you do. Meanwhile, Zoro hears that Usopp was just captured, and Luffy and Sanji have tied Momu to their ship and are approaching it double time. Good and correct. He's got a little ouchie on his head. Tamed this wild beast. Got little got tears little... running down yeah. his little mouth face. <laughs> that... That is a creature plotting revenge right there. <laughs> yeah, that's my question. Is like, is this an animal handling check or? <laughs> Absolutely, it would be. Mm-hmm. In the SBS, someone submits to Oda three haiku that capture the philosophies of three men who wanted to rule Japan. No, Nobunaga, if the cuckoo won't sing, kill it. Hideyoshi, <laughs> if the cuckoo won't sing, make it sing. Yasu, if the cuckoo won't sing, wait until it does. What would Oda's be? Oda says, if the cuckoo won't sing, buy me a cola. Meaning, I want a cola right now and not a diet cola. <laughs> <laughs> brought me so much joy. I honestly yeah. started wheezing. Yeah. <laughs> the man knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good SBS drawing this time, too. It's made of bones. Mm. Yes. Little that choo-choo. choo-choo is chewing on. And Boodle. Boodle. Mayor Boodle. Tim. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Don't forget. Uh, Usopp tries his best to convince the fishmen not to kill him in order to draw out Zoro. Yeah, he does some really talented flip-flopping on whether or not he is Zoro's <laughs> friend and whether or not they should let him go or kill I, him and whether or not that will bring Zoro or I keep love this. away. <laughs> Where you literally have the, the fishmen in the background and like it's like a comedy shot of them like yeah. literally <laughs> commenting on this. Like, huh. <laughs> He also begins to lay into Nami, saying, You disgust me, Nami. You are a witch woman. Luffy's a fool. Even after you fled, he still believed in you. He trusts you completely, even now. How could you deceive a guy like that? And Nami replies, The only thing I believe in is money. Luffy was stupid to trust me so easily. Okay. I mean, in a vacuum, that's fair. (laughs) Uh, Nami decides that she's got to take care of things before they get even more out of hand. And she smacks Usopp in the face with her bow staff. Uh, Usopp tries to make his escape with a smokescreen, but Nami predicted this move and hits him again. And then stabs him in the gut. Oof. Man. Oof. Brutally. Mm-hmm. Chunk. She just runs him through. Let's break down this panel real quick. Because from our perspective, what we see, we see a knife going in. We see drips of blood. We see uh, Usopp going, Nami, you... Like, in that moment, it really, like, dawned to me, like, oh, man, Usopp literally is a child, kind yeah. of, at this point. <laughs> yeah. He's a little kid in a big world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big this, world full of knives. This is, oh, this is his first <laughs> time outside of, no, it's not the first time, but basically, 
first time outside of his home. Mm-hmm. It's the first island he's been on that's not his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tells him that it's just business and that she had no choice. And then she drops him into the sea, granting his wish to die at sea. Oof. Lasted five whole books. R.I.P. Bye, Usopp. <laughs> you I miss him already. You lasted. Damn, mm. this One Piece show is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just before that really, really dark and brutal moment, we had some goofy fun times with Hachi that I don't want to, I don't want to gloss over. Mm-hmm. No. He shows up going, well, what's all the hubbub? And then notices all of his dead friends. <laughs> oh, no. Because what happened here? <laughs> they tell him, tell him Zoro killed everybody. And how did you not see that? And he's like, no, the only thing I saw was that swordsman. That was him! <laughs> I didn't see no Zoro. I just saw a swordsman I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Hachi. Oh, Hachi, buddy. I love this cuddly octopus man. He's too pure. This cold-blooded murder convinces the dissenting fishmen that Nami's not fooling around and is indeed loyal to their crew. Oh, Johnny. Uh, Johnny spots Usopp's murder through the fence at Arlong Park. Johnny is also convinced. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so confused. Sister Nami killed brother Usopp. You can't do that. <laughs> Nami reiterates again that she has no team. She only plans to buy Kokoyashi Village. It's just business. I'm going to say this guy's name now because we just learned it later. But uh, this, the Stingray Fishman, Kurubi, uh, which is one of Arlong's officers, says, You betrayed your fellow villagers. You betrayed your family. You don't believe in anything but money. I've always wondered why someone like you would be interested in a shabby little village like that one. That is, until I found this in your room. This is an old treasure map. It's of this island, and the X marks Kokoyashi Village. Hmm. Hmm. Nami is very distressed about this. Yes. Hmm. It's such subtle, really good writing in that he's using the character that he thinks Nami is to deduce what he thinks her plan is. And he's just so so proud of himself. (laughs) And her reaction only, like, further cements it in his opinion. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's all great. Yeah. <laughs> I love One Piece. It's a good, good show, you guys. <laughs> Arlong demands Karubi return the map to Nami, again apologizing to her and assuring her that he would rather die than break that promise that they made. It's pretty cool that he at least has like some sort of honor. I'm impressed. <laughs> he would never. He would never break a promise. He would never. He'd rather gut himself. We know that because he said so. Mm-hmm. He keeps saying it for some reason too. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> we think the lad doth protest too much, <laughs> or or too little. What's going on here? <laughs> what is the level of protest? <laughs> uh, elsewhere, Momu slams into the island, and it sends Luffy's little boat flying inland, which crashes directly into Zoro. Good. Poor <laughs> Momu. He's got an expression on his face that's just like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted some good food. I'm hungry. Johnny regroups with them all and informs them of Usopp's death at the hands of Nami. In the SBS, um, uh, someone comes in and says, Oda, it's terrible. My friend has caught the dreaded I'll die without a snack disease. What will cure it? Hurry or he'll die. Okay. Answer. Don't panic. Get a firm grip on yourself. It'll be okay. Keep your cool. Calm down. Good. Next question. 
And then, <laughs> and then some some edgelord try, tries to come in and be like, That's "How good. many fat fats is Alvida's fatness?" And Lordus responds, "Get out of here." <laughs> uh, that's my favorite answer. You can't just use miserable. you can't use my comedic paradigm for your bullshit. Get out of here. <laughs> you got to give our man Oda props. It's the, it's the nice yeah. Oda way of saying fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> really, really cool breakdown of flintlock pistols. Yes, yes. Mm, more, yeah. more lore. But if, any other episode, I would stop to talk about that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is just real world lore, isn't it? Yeah, but mm-hmm. that's a lot of what he gets into, which I love. Plus a little bit of One Piece lore in that, like, the, the One Piece pirates don't have to carry around six pistols. <laughs> yeah, some <laughs> explanations as to uh, how they work in the One Piece context. While Kokoyashi's villagers examine the damage that was left behind by Momu, they spot a marine ship on the horizon. We're saved! <laughs> Chavo <laughs> runs up and tells Nojiko that the government sent it to evacuate the refugees of Gosa. Ah, yes, those Gosan refugees. All uh, they finally all Ch- noticed us. All Chavo <laughs> of them. Yeah. Uh, however, the commanding officer of the ship, Commodore Purin Purin, has other plans. <laughs> what a name! What a um, name! Oh, what a here. hairstyle! Commodore first we had Pudin a, Pudin. First we had a mouse. Now we got a cat. <laughs> What's next, a dog? Pudding, pudding is pudding. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> Commodore Pudding Pudding. My name's Captain Pudding Pudding. <laughs> I appreciate how Oda immediately communicates how important this individual is by not giving him an introductory name box. I saw that oh, lack of yeah. name box and I was like, hmm. Good. This gentleman is not long for this world. <laughs> <laughs> Moomoo got a name box. Yeah. The fucking sea cow got a name box. <laughs> his shirt, his shirt is just all like it's uh, it's just all buttons all the way down. Yeah. It's just his, going in a zigzag. His hair, I I don't know if I love it or I hate it. It's like <laughs> oh, the little it. hair loopies that like Ray has from Star Wars, except yeah. instead oh, of yeah. being in a line, they're just kind of all over his head. <laughs> Wherever he wants them. Yeah, On including his, his beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also and like I, hanging down over his face. I love the like slight swerve in his like motivations. Yeah, and that like, oh uh, yeah, we were sent here to to help these people, but we can't. Well, surely we can't just ignore these vicious pirates who they uh, who are, you know, the, the, we got we got to serve justice. And it, it's kind of made clear that he's just like a, a cocky hothead who wants to like, you know be cool yeah he's he's lawful dipshit his his pride is his undoing yeah he was Uh, he was he's motivated more by pride uh my favorite arlong crewman chew the kissy kissy (laughs) pirate apes into action guy (laughs) he's a kisser fish yeah i mean what happens here is just absolutely diabolical though <laughs> I, I honestly sure I couldn't. I couldn't pay all that much attention to it. I was busy just looking at this menagerie of magnificent weirdos <laughs> <laughs> who are perpetrating these war crimes. Uh, Arlong prepares to bribe this new Navy crew that he's unfamiliar with, but when he is fired upon and has to catch a cannonball in his mouth, he changes his mind. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Some precision <laughs> wow. I, understandable, I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah. Arlong's my favorite villain. He's a real piece of shit, but man, I love watching him catch a cannonball with his teeth. <laughs> he right? has a great design, no, too. That's impressive. Literally spit it out. Yeah, the panel of him spitting out the chunks just saying, never mind, is yeah. one of my favorites <laughs> in the volume. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's somehow has exactly the same energy as Ozymandias catching the bullet while also oh, yeah. having the exact opposite energy to that, like as far <laughs> totally. away as possible. Um, Both quick, of those. Uh, quick panel shout out while we're mm -hmm. in this little section of the timeline. When uh, Luffy's ship goes sailing through the air after getting after uh, Mumu decides to crash into the island. Is it Yosuku? Mm -hmm. Or, uh, Yosuku is the one that's with him. Johnny's the one that Johnny has with Zoro. Yeah, Johnny's okay. got the sunglasses. So Yosuku and Yosuku and has the helmet. Right. So Yosuku and Sanji are just clinging to the ship for uh, dear life, <laughs> and Luffy just has both hands up, just vibing <laughs> like he's on a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. yeah. When's the next time he's gonna get to do this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you never know. Uh, Arlong's three officers, Karubi, the ray fish man, Hachan, the octopus fish man, and Chu, the kisser fish man, work together to scuttle Purin Purin's ship and send it to a watery grave by manipulating the currents by moving nearby reefs around and also tearing the rudder off of the ship, showing their complete and utter mastery of the sea in this area. Wow. And uh, Chu's mastery of just shooting a water cannon at such a high pressure from his mouth that, that it is a bullet. <laughs> that it is a bullet, and just smoking everyone on board. Yep. Like, just to show us, they could easily, literally just kill everybody on board. Yeah, this is not yeah. a... This uh, is a flex. Yeah, they're, this, they're, not, they're not full of shit. Like, this is the real, real stuff. No, um, we're, just, we're gonna make you drown. Yeah. <laughs> you, you Meanwhile, in SBS... Hey, Mr. Oda, someone says, sit down. I know you want to see your own profile, but be careful. You could break your neck, <laughs> value your life more, and shame on you for having to be told by someone younger than yourself. Repent! <laughs> Dismissed! <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, and in then, reference to his uh, author note from the previous volume. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then someone mm -hmm. says, I tried that thing in your note of volume 7 about trying to see your own face and profile <laughs> with only one mirror, and I sprained my neck. The doctor asked me how it happened. I didn't know what to tell him. Answer, then you're one uh. of us. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Different plane of existence. <laughs> what is Oda's entire whimsy. existence like an elaborate prank on someone or other? <laughs> oh. Yes. Um, oh, so I see you two are stupid. It hasn't started yet, but a number of clubs are going to start popping up in SBS also. In Oh my lord, I see. Hell yeah. Clicks will begin to form between the question askers. Club watch. I'm ready. Oh, speaking, speaking of that, though, I don't want to gloss over this last one. Of the Where was Gin hiding that weapon? Was it down there or what? And Oda goes, what are you insinuating? That the weapon was hidden between Gin's legs? He wouldn't do a thing like that. Gens fans are gonna be mad at you, and he's very popular. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that sarcasm, exactly, <laughs> and I didn't appreciate it. It has the energy of like, uh, you know, like a girl being like, "Hey, you know, my boyfriend, who 
totally go who totally He's goes to college, popular. but in another town Watch you've never out. met him. Uh, if you're mean to me, he'll come beat you up. Except it was with one of his own characters. Skin is part of the varsity squad. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend is Gin, and he knows karate. Yeah. <laughs> he also does not does not deny this accusation. That's, that's true. true. That's that's true. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a deflection. Mm-hmm. Uh, back with the Straw Hats, Luffy absolutely refuses to believe that Nami would kill Usopp because she's their shipmate. <laughs> absolutely and angrily. Yes. Like, this so is angry. As upset, almost as upset as he was when he saw captains betraying their crew. It's it's becoming clear that the idea of a crew as found family is very important to Luffy. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And I look yeah. at that almost immediately. Nami walks up and goes, I killed Usopp. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she meets up with them all in the middle of the road and again tries to send them all away, assuring them all that they're pathetic and she would never actually sail with them again. We don't like outsiders sticking their noses into our business. I only pretended to be your friend to get my hands on your loot. Now you're broke, so our friendship is finished. She's- so Luffy takes a nap. Luffy, <laughs> he get, his, his eyes are shadowed and he just falls over. And this is very relatable to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is that perfect Oda page turn, right? Because we, because oh, yeah. because him falling over is at the very bottom of page ninety three, and him taking a nap is at the very top of page ninety four. As soon as you flip over, you're like, oh, he's taking a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Do not understand what's happening. Just gonna do a power reboot on the brain. <laughs> See yeah. if understanding comes after nap. Well, he's not worried about the fishmen, and he doesn't want to leave yet, so he's gonna take a nap. And, yeah. and Nami's just doing her best. Get out of here, old yeller. Go on. Get. <laughs> we don't want you anymore. Don't you get it? Johnny and Yosaku don't much feel like being killed, and they decide to take their leave of the island. <laughs> Bye, guys. We'll I miss you. Yeah. I don't much Goodbye, feel brothers. like being in this series anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so Zoro and Sanji are left to wait on the sleeping Luffy. Again. Right? Yes. He's on, he's a on situation a they've timer. been in before. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Kokuyashi Village, Usopp isn't dead. Hey. What? I, but I fucking love this panel. <laughs> of, like, a drenched Usopp uh, walking through town with a very stern look on his face, and behind him is that classic One Piece dong. Oh, yeah. oh. Mm-hmm. I will say that I do kind of like the anime's interpretation of this event better. Okay. Um, because it it happens at the end of an episode um, where Luffy takes his nap and then it just cuts over to a mysterious shambling figure on the beach in a cloak and you don't know who it is and then in the next episode it is revealed to be Usopp (laughs) so it's just a weird cliffhanger (laughs) so how did he survive Tyler we we saw Nami stab him right there her hand Uh, was covered in blood yeah, uh, Nami had actually stabbed herself in the hand and only made it look like she had stabbed Usopp. Oh, it was her blood. Nami! Uh, Na- Nami's pain threshold yeah. is incredible. <laughs> Ain't it, though? Is she auditioning for, like, Ethan Winters from Resident <laughs> Evil? Oh, is she just racking up hand trauma? <laughs> God. You may have noticed that in the last shot she was wearing a glove. Yeah, I had ah. noticed that. I didn't notice it until yeah. later. Just a casual glove. Sometimes yeah. I, uh, they call me One Glove Nami. Like, it's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, uh, you it's know, normal. Like Chef Zap? Like Red, uh, red Shoes Zap? <laughs> it's, a, it's a wrist brace. I'm going for a Michael Jackson thing. 
Chris <laughs> gets tired drawing all these sea maps. Django inspired me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Usopp takes off running, trying to find Zoro again, and he runs headlong into Zoro and Sanji as they're arguing, uh, which leaves him accidentally beaten to a pulp. Oh gosh, I remember being so fascinated by their argument, but I cannot remember what th- they were arguing about. Like, was it that Sanji was being Sanji about Nami and Zoro? Uh, that's typically what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It, but it was just like, I loved how complicated all of the angry emotions were. Like, we're angry mm-hmm. about this, and then we're going to fight about this because we can't deal with the bigger problem, so we're going to just have this smaller <laughs> problem instead. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's so intricately written. It's mm-hmm. incredible. I love when, uh, when Usopp <laughs> gets stuck in between their fight, and they say, he's alive. Unless you just killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking clowns to the left of him, jokers to the right. Also, while they're fighting, you know, they're exchanging blows using their signature styles. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Zoro is like, can't you do anything but kick? Says the guy who can't do anything but fight with three swords. Specifically, three swords. It's it's very much, the, the they clash because they're so similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, as Nojiko picks tangerines, Nami thrashes the house in anger. It's just in a breaking things kind of mood. Yep. <laughs> and Nojiko takes it so well, just like, oh, Nami, you're breaking shit again? <laughs> Wish you wouldn't. What's yes. wrong this time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nojiko finally calms her down and mentions that she had met Captain Usopp the other day. As Nami takes a nap, Nojiko muses about how friend is the most painful word there is for Nami. She finds the straw hats still loitering in the same road and decides to tell them the whole story of this island. Flashback time! Those that will listen. About half of them. (laughs) Yeah. The the key word is she tries. Yes. And uh, this is the very end of this chapter, chapter 76. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it ends with the Marine Commander Nezumi, the mouse mm-hmm. boy, pulling up back to Arlon Park and asking where Nami is. Hmm. Mm. Hate this guy. <laughs> He's uh, a real shit. Yeah. He is. <laughs> We're gonna see. I also apologize. I like forget when chapter breaks happen, so I don't know if this is the next chapter, but Luffy walks away from the backstory. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just, I don't yeah, need to know chapter. what's going on. I'm not interested. Need... <laughs> yeah. Didn't I don't care about don't her. Don't want to know. I care about her present, which is being my friend. Um, <laughs> I'll want to know when she wants to tell me. And yeah. too long, didn't read. So... Okay, all of the above, it can be. <laughs> yeah. It's it, which is like an, another quality of Luffy that's becoming clear, which is like simultaneously intense emotional intelligence and just complete dumbassery. <laughs> like, it's beautiful. He really is He really is a man committed to the here and now. He stands feet planted on the earth in the present. Zoro doesn't listen because he just falls asleep. He, 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 he needs more blood. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's not quite, not quite topped off yet. That's fair. He yeah. wants to build up that blood buffer because he knows some shit's going to go down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then we go to the beginning of chapter 77, which is one of my favorite covers in a while. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, Zaro drinking <laughs> with a bunch of jolly roosters. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. 
pouring a rooster a drink. There's a drunken rooster with a katana getting ready to fight a, so a taxidermied wolf's head. And there's the rooster is just trying to read his paper and is really just had it up to here with all these assholes. He's yeah. <laughs> got a headache. Yeah, he's smoking huh. a the back of The, the back it. page of the newspaper has a wanted ad for Zoro. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, totally and, and there's three roosters. Is that a reference to his sword style? Something? Oh, layers Perhaps. upon layers. <laughs> <laughs> I just like these little breaks where we get to see the characters happy. Yeah, I just like the <laughs> yeah. vibe. Uh, the flashback begins eight years ago as a young Nami tries and fails to steal a book from the bookstore, and she is escorted home by Genzo. Uh, Genzo, not a not a scar nor stitch on his person. This is my favorite thing about Genzo is that <laughs> you can tell the passage of time based on how many scars he has and if he has a pinwheel or not. <laughs> In this part of the timeline, he looks like Freddie Mercury. Yes, yeah. and I'm, I'm very, very much so. I'm very here for it. I wouldn't be shocked at all if that was in, if that was intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nami's family is too poor to afford the book, which is why she felt she had to steal it. It's a book on navigation. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Genzo brings her home to her foster mother, Bellamare. Hello, sailor. Bellamare. <laughs> Look at this woman. I love her. <laughs> and her. And her, what appears to be like a plaid shirt that just has M-A-C-E raised on the chest. Mace on the chest. Oh, I love this hot mom with shaved sides. I love her. Her haircut is so stunning. So iconic. And I didn't know in the... Uh, the hair yeah, color is such a mystery to me until I see clips from the anime. Yeah. She's, mm-hmm. This is supposed to be like a like a carmine, like a dark rouge hair. Yeah. Mm. And I didn't know young Nojiko's hair, uh, well, I guess old Nojiko too. It's lavender. She's got mm-hmm. a, yeah. a lavender bob. I, I, I don't think this is actually how she's supposed to be dressed, but the specific positioning of the like the introduction box... In the first panel, we see her makes it look like she has like a more from the waist down. She's like Morticia Adams. Oh, I totally yeah. see that. <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah. like I think she's just wearing pants, but because it's like one solid shape of black, <laughs> yeah, it looks like she's got like a mermaid gown, like yeah. a mermaid tail <laughs> no, gown. It's just yeah. funny because of the text box. <laughs> Nojiko tells Nami that if she'd stolen the book, she wouldn't have been caught, and then they are both reprimanded. Hey, <laughs> do not steal. Sometime later, Nami shows Bellamere a map of the island that she'd drawn, which is the same map that Karubi found in the present. Oh. Oh, With no. A, My an heart. Ex, an X mark over, over uh, Coco Village. Uh, she says that she's been studying navigation and that she dreams of one day sailing the entire world and once she's seen it all with her own eyes, she's going to draw a map of the world. She's got dreams! A dream. Dreams confirmed. Volume Dream, 9. Dreams confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just money. Oh my god. Or tangerines. <laughs> Bellamare is on a tangerine-only diet because there's not enough money for her and the girls to eat their fill. Yeah. And she's also working on some hand-me-down clothes for Nami. That I'm a lion dress is cool. <laughs> it's yeah. adorable. It's like a little sunflower mm-hmm. lion. It reminds me <laughs> of the sunflower dog from several volumes ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nami complains about always having to wear Nojiko's old clothes, 
and this sets off an argument between the two, which culminates in Nami saying that they're not even real sisters because they're not related by blood. Bellamere will not, will not stand that. <laughs> no. Not for mm-hmm. a single moment. She snaps on Nami and smacks her in the face and tells her never to say such a stupid thing again. Uh, Nami retorts, you're not our real mother either, Bellamere. You'd be better off without us. Then you'd have enough money to eat. You could buy nice clothes. You'd be free. I wish I'd been found by rich people. Man. This is just, like, such a thing from that bit of childhood where, like, you don't really understand the consequences or implications of your actions, just that Mm -hmm. it will hurt people and get a reaction. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. You... You... (laughs) You don't think about the not. You're just going for the jugular, but also it's coming out of like a, this weird capitalism altruism place where it's just like, <laughs> I wish I was out of your life so that you could eat, so you'd have money. Yeah, right. As, yeah. As, as someone who grew up in in poverty, I felt that that guilt, mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. uh, that burden. Bellamere tells her if she hates this home so much, she can leave, and Nami storms off. Nojiko is the only one who keeps a cool head. Yeah. Something that Bellamere is retrospectively thankful for. So so on on the one hand, um, don't don't hit kids uh, ever, ever for any reason. Don't do that. But also... And she knows that, too. She does. But also, I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting to read a story that doesn't treat people being blood-related as some kind of unquestionable force of physics that says people have to care about one another for no reason. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I, I, that's that's something I'm getting real tired of in media from all different <laughs> periods. Like, mm. no matter how mm. long ago or recently it was done. And I just... Maybe, we're gonna not, maybe I'm gonna not have to deal with that here. That, um, <laughs> that, makes, me, that makes me happy. Bellamere sends Nojiko out to collect Nami so that she can apologize... And then make them both a delicious dinner. <laughs> and then everything will be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Don't All keep right. reading. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Just close that book and enjoy a happy story. I need like the losing sound from Family Feud to go off right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for like the soft British narrator from a series of unfortunate events yeah. to just chime in. Yeah. Things are about to get real sad and fucked up. <laughs> uh, Nami runs to Genzo, who takes her in and tells her the story of when Bellamere arrived with the two girls in tow. It's a flashback and a flashback. Yeah, we're oh. going deep. Oh yeah, flashbackception. Give me the I'm kick. I'm so touched that like Genzo is the one she runs to, like the yeah. guy that caught her, but like they yeah. have this relationship. Yeah, they. He's have the town story. dad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I appreciated his ribbing as well. Like, oh, you you went from the outskirts of town to the center of town. What a journey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really showed her, huh? <laughs> Bellamere had once been the delinquent of the island, just a hellion, and had shocked everyone when she ran off and joined the Marines. Which is confusingly translated here as a fighting sailor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we know what the Marines are. I don't know why this distinction is drawn. They have logos. We blew we them see up her wearing it right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess is it supposed to be more of like an adjective description, like her rank, mm. than than or just like like instead of saying she came back strong, sailor. like yeah. she came back a fighting sailor. Yeah, I mean there's there's people who are fighting sailors who are not marines. I would yeah, I would believe that except that she later says I was a fighting sailor. 
mm. when she attacks Arlong. Maybe it was... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe mm. it's just like army cast off. Yeah. Here. I mean, even I later still, they call her a mercenary. So I don't know what the hell she was. Is, I mean, is it maybe possible she was a marine that, and then afterwards she was a mercenary? Or is it possible that she just never officially joined the marines? She stole a shirt and started fighting. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Never know. Like that vigilante style. Because she doesn't like fit the emotional or fashionable like aesthetic of mm-hmm. that we've seen from the marines. Which maybe is she got like all maybe, clean-shaven dudes. Maybe she got yeah. kicked out of boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the mechanics of the flashback within a flashback. So mm-hmm. the the comic teaches us really early. Yeah, the on way you that, notate like, it is so. Clever. Yeah, flashbacks mm-hmm. are flashbacks means that the panel gutters go from white to black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black mm-hmm. means we're in the past, right? But then yeah. the flashback within the flashback, the pan the panel gutters are still black, but then the panels themselves are shaded in with like a mild like you know half tone dot gray yeah. sort of situation and all the speech bubbles are have that sort of sort of star like quality uh where they sound more like thoughts you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you can mm-hmm. hear this flashback in the anime like you can hear these voices the echo, echo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the echo yeah <laughs> it's a very simple and immediately understood visual language <laughs> mm-hmm. that's smart Bellamere came back in the middle of a storm with two little girls burning up with fever uh, sometime later, she confided in Genzo that she had been left for dead on a battlefield and was prepared to die then and there until she heard a little voice laughing. Uh, Nojiko wandered up, holding an infant Nami, who was laughing her head off, completely unaware of the suffering that was surrounding them all. The three panels of Bellamare, Nami, and Nojiko laughing are excruciating. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Nojiko's laugh, because it's a very... <laughs> Very painful, uh, anguished, like, chuckle. Yeah. Yeah. This was enough to convince Bellamare to live. And Genzo concludes his story saying, The bond between you three is deeper than blood. I I don't even have words. I would love to get the context of that scene one day. (laughs) (laughs) This still haunts me. As Nojiko arrives to bring Nami home, a shadow is cast over the island. Hmm. Hmm. And this is another place where the anime is kind of incredible because this flashback within the flashback concludes and Nojiko arrives and she says, Nami, come home. We're going to go eat this great dinner. Yeah, and then yeah. they they run and they skip home and they're laughing and all the villagers are like thinking to themselves how great it is to see that these two little girls who came back on the verge of death are now thriving uh, with, no, uh, with Bellamere. Uh, and in between... There's just brief cuts of Arlong's flag flapping in the wind. And then it cuts back to them, like, running up the road. And then it just cuts back and forth between this fucking flag approaching this island. Damn. Oh, pain. Tears. Mm. Tears. That's on a few chapters. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) We're almost there. We're not there yet. Mm -hmm. Arlong, upon his arrival, makes a decree. Uh, the villagers must pay a tribute of 100,000 berries for every adult and 50,000 berries for every child. And anyone who cannot pay will die as an example to the others. Wow, you just you just rolled up and did that. <laughs> Who's going to stop them? Golden age of piracy, yeah. baby. Yep. The pirates prepare to leave when one of them happens to spot some smoke coming from the outskirts of the village. And the panels leading up to it were very much like, Oh, good. It looks like they didn't 
notice Bellamare's house deeper in the woods. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, 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 she's safe. Because they yeah, know, she, I know she, she, yeah. she doesn't have enough money for herself right. and the kids. Everybody yeah. else uh-huh. could pay except Bellamare. Yeah. Anybody recognize the motherfucker that spots the house? <laughs> Absolutely. Wait. Yeah. Strikes back. Uh, who spots it? <laughs> oh, it's the Maraca Man! <laughs> it's the piece of shit with maracas. The Maraca Man! The train! Oh, fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> can we take a moment now? We get a good look at him here. Can we give you a moment mm-hmm. to talk about the village's doctor? Yeah. What is wrong? Sadly, he doesn't get a name. What is wrong with him? Nothing. <laughs> What, what? What, what? Yeah, nothing. He, he's fine. He can't. Do you have beef <laughs> with no, this I'm, physician? I'm, I'm worried. Do you want to fucking? Do you want to fucking go? Like this guy looks like a guilty gear character. Yes, He'll wreck your whole world. I'm, I'm just worried about him. Is all. He, he's very intense. I'm afraid. He might have some high blood pressure. I'm yeah, indeed. Next, maybe he has some extra tight back muscles. Like <laughs> he looks like the next time he tries to eat anything, all of his teeth are going to explode out of his lips from how hard he's been grinding them <laughs> at all times. I also love the irony of the fact that the only reason they spot her house is because she's cooking this special dinner. Oh, yeah. special yep. Special yeah, apology smoke. dinner? Yeah. 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 She made a special tangerine sauce to go with duck. It sounds good. delicious. It, it does. really does. <laughs> Man, the girls try to rush back home as the pirates approach it. Uh, hearing a knock at the door, Bellamere invites them in. Can we? I, there's just this one perfect panel. I fucking, again, Arlon, piece of shit. Love panels he's in because there's this panel <laughs> of him turning the door handle, going in, and he just says very quietly, "Excuse me." <laughs> and, and, he, and it's like an overhead shot. He's got like a hat on. His eyes are obscured, and you just see that fucking Joker grin, baby, just <laughs> just peering out. Like it, he's so he's got like that perfect balance of like a uh, soft, gentlemanly panache that <laughs> that immediately precedes like gruesome violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I share a fun factoid about the English dub? Please. Oh yeah. The um, good dub or the four kids dub. The good dub. Okay. In the Funimation dub, Arlong is portrayed by one Hercule, Mr. Satan. <gasps> what? No. Really? Oh, no. my. You were supposed oh, to be my. our savior, Hercule. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I have to go look up some of this. Yeah, I'll send you some later. Uh, yeah, Arlong proceeds to walk inside, but is kicked to the ground and has a rifle stuffed down his throat. What a yeah, fucking yeah. badass. Absolutely. That's yeah. such a cool move. Yeah. It mm-hmm. fucking yeah. owns. You, you know it's not the first time she used that move on somebody. <laughs> that is practice. Fucking... I really wish she would have pulled that yeah. trigger so, a oh. couple seconds sooner. <laughs> yeah. She's also in fucking Zori flip-flops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will admit to being skeptical as to whether pulling the trigger of a gun inside his mouth would have killed him. Mm-hmm. But I still wish she'd done it. Yeah, yeah. at least try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, she underestimates the fishmen, and Arlong simply chomps the gun to splinters. Yum, yum, yum. Mm-hmm. The town doctor catches Nami and Nojiko before they make it home, as Bellamere is stomped by Arlong. <sighs> Specifically, one of her arms is stomped, and we get yes. 
we get oh, oh, some wet crunch sound effects, and I don't like it. Mm, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Yeah. I'll do without it. Uh, Genzo arrives at the house and tells Bellamere to just pay the pirates, and no blood need be shed. He discreetly asks her how much she has saved up, and it is only barely enough to cover the 100,000 very charge for an adult. Definitely not enough for all three of them. But the pirates discover that the table is set for three. Genzo comes up with a good cover story here. He's, he's just like, ah, oh, that's because you invited me and the doctor to dinner, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> quick, quick thing. Anyway, let's, let's yeah. hurry up and eat before it gets cold. Yum, yum, yum. Click on his feet. It's time for our weekly visit. It happens all the time. <laughs> uh, the village registry corroborates this story because Bellamere is listed as single and childless. Kroby likes being a detective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really do, don't he? <laughs> He's a snoop. Nosy <laughs> <laughs> <Those he> ass. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor tells Nami and Nojiko that there is no proof that they are Bellamere's children and that they must flee the island to sea together treacherous as it might be for two children because it's the only way that all three of them can be saved at this point and um some of the townspeople say well no we can't can't do that we can't send these little girls out to sea uh though you know they can't survive out there the doctor says Mm -hmm. maybe but they're sure to die if they stay and he's losing his fucking mind (laughs) his his Mm -hmm. lips are peeled back all the way over (laughs) like I, I'm, I'm so afraid for him. How old is he? What is his... <laughs> These are how much, how, how, how much red meat does he, does he eat too much red meat? Like This is a stressful situation. Can I tell you the truth? This man is 25. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was so, I was so afraid you were going to say that. <laughs> also, the person that that yells about the we can't send these girls out to see they'll die is the most normal fucking person <laughs> I imagine you'll ever see. Yeah, he's actually the most dangerous guy <laughs> in the manga, I'm quite sure. Like, he's, I, in, he's in retirement. I would bet money it's this is either an editor or like someone who helps yeah. somebody knows. It yeah. has to be based on somebody. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I could see that. It's way too realistic for this like <laughs> compared for to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bellamere pays her 100,000. And as Arlong turns to leave, she says that it's to cover her two children. No. Man. (laughs) She says, that's all I've got for my daughters. Sorry, Genzo, I just can't say I don't have children, even if it costs me my life. They're as much mine as if I gave birth to them. Those two are my children. And again, with the Arlong panels, I'm just going to call this out. It's just the slow turn of Arlong to the camera, and he says... You've got kids? <laughs> Just so low and sinister. Yeah. Again, completely still a panel. Absolutely perfect communication of him slowly turning around on the spot. Oh, looking over his man. shoulder. Absolutely. So good. And like, um, it gave me flashbacks to um, the DVD of, Incre- of The Incredibles has this uh, deleted scene that was that's in animatics, and it's of like a possible opening for the movie about uh, uh, Bob and Helen trying to hide their superpowers at like a barbecue or whatever uh-huh. and they get ambushed by Syndrome I think and he's beaten he's beaten these superheroes to a pulp and then he hears the crying in the room of the baby Violet and you just see his eyes slowly go <laughs> into over to the baby's room and you hear Syndrome's voice actor says like you've heard the law you know supers aren't supposed to breed 
and I'm like, and it's that Whoa. cold energy that I'm feeling oh, in yeah. this in this moment of just like the oh mm. boy. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Nami and Nojiko rush to Bellamere, embracing her, begging her not to die, as she makes Arlong swear that no harm will come to them. There's a lot of lot of those uh, aforementioned tears going on. Yeah. Indeed, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. We has them. Bellamere willingly stares down the barrel of a gun, and her final words to Nami and Nojiko are, I love you. Oh, with a heart. Man. <laughs> and they were good enough not to end this with an SPS. Just Yeah, they know. Yeah, some appropriate storyboard <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, you showed us a clip of what this looked like in the four kids dub. <laughs> yes. Uh, so how how not not quite as emotional? How do how do they censor? Uh, that really is a challenge when you're working for four kids, huh? Like how do we make TV well, this, safe? This is old hat for them. Yeah, this yeah. is the old invisible gun trick. They're the finest right. uh, the finest hands how, in how the do, land. But how do we censor a fishman pirate? Holding a just holding a, a flintlock at a woman's head and pulling the trigger execution style right there. The answer have him pointing. Have him point at her and say she's going to the dungeon. <laughs> what a travesty. And then never oh, bring yeah. it up. Two stupid kids aren't gonna ask questions. Rumor says she's still in that dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to gloss over how fucking badass Bellamere is. She's awesome. Yeah, I mm. love Bellamere. Yeah. She's like one of my favorite characters. Yeah, so far. Yeah, the just the the absolute refusal to let go of her principles. That's what this show's all about. Luffy would have respected the hell out of her. Oh yeah. He? yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Uh, important to note. Not quite an X mark. Just gonna point it out now. Uh, that Bellamere dies with a smile on her face. Aww. She can't let her children go on in the world thinking that their mom in any way considered them to not be her children. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Nami and Nojiko remember fond memories of living with Bellamere as she falls lifeless to the ground. They remember her words, Nojiko, Nami, don't ever lose to anyone. Girls have to be strong too. And whatever happens, don't curse the age you were born into. Don't worry about what anyone says, and whatever happens, never lose your ability to laugh. If you can survive, then happy times, lots of them, will come your way. So this was the panel that broke me, (laughs) basically. (laughs) That monologue of, don't lose heart, don't curse the age you were born into, and if you can survive, then happy times, lots of them will come your way. (laughs) And, uh... I think what hits home for me, especially, I mean, at the time of recording, this is the this is May of 2021, and uh, the United States of America is kind of waking up from a slow burn PTSD trauma thing. Yeah, mm. like mm-hmm. that, you don't say. Yeah, I do say. Yeah, it's it's in the news. Um, <laughs> and 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 a lot of like you know. I, I, a lot of the advices on, on the Twitters and the socials during this time is like, you know, don't be too hard on yourself during this time. You know, take time for yourself. It's you don't have to, you know, do anything like you don't need to come out of this quarantine with like a finished novel or whatever the shit. It's like mm-hmm. it is enough to just survive. Yeah. yeah. It is yeah. more than enough to to just survive. And that's what that's what hits me the most here. Mm hmm. 
Hachan finds some sea charts inside Bellamare's house, and Nami claims them as her own. Impressed by her ability, Arlong decides to bring her along with them. Genzo stands in the pirate's way, refusing to let them take the girl, but is slashed to ribbons by Karubi. Oof. Ribbons that will be stitched up in later character art. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> Even still, he vows to save Nami, but she cries out not to help her, and that it's okay, because she doesn't want anyone else to get hurt. Oh, Nami. Man. <laughs> Gonna be saying that a lot for the rest Gonna... of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No wonder friend is the most painful word. It's yeah. such a quick about face, too, because, like, two panels previous, she's shouting for help, and then she sees this and immediately decides that something else is more important. Oh, yeah, I didn't catch that. So I was like, oh, so this is what happens when I ask for help for anything. Yeah. yeah. It is immediate negative reinforcement. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oof. Oof. The pirates rough up the villagers and take their leave. Again, another amazing sinister panel from Arlong that says, mm-hmm. Not too rough, there are cash cows. Mm-hmm. He's just getting established, after all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. One of the pa- I'm looking at the panel of the fishmen roughing up the villagers, and Homeboy in the foreground is literally just getting a chunk of his neck bitten. He's going mm-hmm. 21 day- days later on Ooh, this well, yeah. Yum a dum dum. Talk about a collier coop. <laughs> wow! Wow! <Yeah. laughs> and we see the uh, the pinwheel hat fly off into the wind, clacking. Teka 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 teka. They never, yeah, they never let up on on the little teka tekas coming from the pinwheel. Uh, as Genzo recovers in the local clinic, he and the doctor commiserate over all of the village's boats being sunk, and that their plan to send Nami and Nojiko to sea wouldn't have worked anyway. Some time later, the villagers prepare to attack the pirate stronghold to rescue Nami, but she comes wandering back into town of her own accord. Man, they're getting, <laughs> they're getting ready. Like, Genzo looks like he is fucking ready to go down like the captain of the oh, ship. Yeah. This like, is Sparta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> she tells everyone that she's joined the Arlong pirates, and she reveals that she now bears their tattoo on her shoulder. That smile is so hard to look at. Oh, mm-hmm. It is... It is agonizing. Like, it, it, putting on her bravest face. And y- you sent us a really great c- clip of the Funimation dub on the anime of this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the way she inflects that. She says, I'm going to be able to make maps for them. Like uh, yeah. that. Here's the good news. <laughs> that's yeah. such a that's such a tone of softening. Such a such a painful blow. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tears up and she holds out a wad of bills that the pirates gave her saying that they promised to buy her whatever she wants. Oh. And just holding out that, like, wad of money with just this <laughs> twisted up, uh, just barely keeping it together smile of just, like, they gave me this money. They'll let me, they said they'll buy me anything I want. It's like a, it's a great her. callback, too, to the expression on her sister's face when, uh, uh, when Belle Marie found her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. this is such a tragic story, and what makes it so great is that the through line of capitalism is just woven throughout <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like uh, i mean you know they say money is the root of all evil money is the root of all evil no it ain't <laughs> economic insecurity is the root of uh, <laughs> like 90 percent of evil <laughs> nojiko tackles nami to the ground shouting i won't let you become a pirate don't you know what they are and nami shouts back i don't care Bellamere tried to live a decent life and she got killed for it 
I don't want to be decent. And in the the directing choice they gave uh, for the Funimation is I don't want to die like that. Yeah. Why would I want to live like Bellamy if it just gets you killed? I don't want to die like that. Uh, and I will revisit that once we get to the end. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, Genzo banishes Nami from the village. And he cannot believe that even still, she does not consider Bellamere to be her mother. This is what breaks me, because Nami is, like, doing her best to figure out a world that she should not be in by, <laughs> like, a situation that is just awful on every account. Mm-hmm. And is, like, trying to see, look, see, this is what I- the problem is fixed, right? I'm fixing the problems. Yeah. The problem is money, and I have money now. <laughs> Isn't this and and no one's getting killed anymore? And isn't this what you want? You can envision the pirates like kind of like laughing to themselves as they gave her that money too. Oh yeah. For some reason, oh, yeah, that that's... was the thing that jumped into my head the clearest when I saw that. That because that's nothing. To like them. that's they... a drop in the bucket. Right. Exactly. Right. Like it's it's pathetic, and they know it's pathetic. They, be, they must. Anyway. I'd be willing to bet it's also from uh, from Bellamy's stuff. Oh, it has to be. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah it's, uh, they are that kind of shithead. Yeah, yeah they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also I also love the, the look on uh, Ginjo's face that just uh, implies that he bought every ounce of Nami's lie, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is the, the origin story of the witch woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, this it's, whole persona. It's, yeah. um... And it, it finally all comes around it's like no they don't they don't hate her because she committed some sort of horrible crime or atrocity on the village with the pirates or whatever they hate her because they see her as having turned her back on the village and on her mother also how long was she gone that's like an intricate tattoo like what did they did they have that ready did this was the stencil ready to go we see Genzo getting patched up and then he's not wearing as many bandages (laughs) when they get ready to attack so maybe a day or so yeah maybe a couple long days. enough for be. a village to want to to rescue her yeah, yeah. Uh, nojiko knows otherwise and finds yeah. nami at bellamare's grave uh, and nami tells her that after she was taken by arlong she watched him sink five marine ships and she decided that they're probably not going to send anymore yeah <laughs> that uh, that yeah. sad panel of just like of her going, I don't think the Navy will be sending any more ships to save us. Yeah. And she's just so small mm. on that panel in uh, against the, the rocky cliffs. That re- <coughs> recon- uh, she- it recontextualizes a little bit um, the uh, the guy, I forget his name, the guy who, uh, who didn't get a name, <laughs> didn't get an introduction, the, guy, the captain. Um, Perrin Perrin. Perrin, Perrin, oh, Perrin, yes. Perrin. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, like, in that, in this context, he was like, oh, I'm the badass who's gonna take down, you know, Arlong, the guy who wiped out, like, an entire <laughs> fleet, or whatever. Look at how cool I am. Like, yeah, it was the reason he only had one ship. <laughs> I'm a Commodore. They weren't, they weren't <laughs> stupid enough to give him more than that. Oh, he thought he was the one. <laughs> uh, Nami realizes that the only ones who can save the village is going to be the village themselves now. Just further confirming uh, that thing about help. That yeah. no, no one can help you, it only hurts them. Mm-hmm. To the extent that like, she probably took it as good news that the village like shunned her so violently because she's like, no, no, no. If you help me, 
you all will die. Like, I know how this works now. I've been shown how this works. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She made a bargain with Arlong to buy back the village for a hundred million berries. And she swears not to cry anymore and to just laugh in their faces. I mean, some of them are pretty Mm. silly looking. (laughs) <laughs> Admittedly, it, it, we've yeah. been doing that yeah, all night. It must have helped. <laughs> have you seen the Maraca guy? <laughs> <laughs> she just, like, whenever she feels down, she just finds that little squid head guy and just loses it. <laughs> <laughs> What's heartbreaking about this this whole money thing and this, this, her building up this persona where she only cares about money is that this is all built on her being, what, eight? Ten? Eight. Um, yeah. And... Like, or, yeah, ten. Being presented with this new set of rules and figuring out, okay, here's how these pirates work. They work around money. Here's where all the problems are and what I can do to fix it. And yeah. it just... Ah! My heart! It just, it, she mm-hmm. she just morphs into full-on Wolf of Wall Street, oh. just ready. <laughs> oh, damn. Like, yeah. it's it's all about the bottom line. It's the only thing... The, the new context of when she first meets Luffy talks about mm-hmm. how much she hates pirates. She yep. does. She got good reason to. Yep. When there's yeah. a, when there's no pirate, when there's none of her quote unquote pirate friends in earshot, she, she's gonna say that as much as she can. <laughs> Back in present day, Nojiko finishes her story, saying, "Ever since that day eight years ago, no one has seen Nami shed a tear, and she's never asked anyone for help. She doesn't want anyone else to get killed by Arlong like our mother was." Nami was only 10 years old, but she refused to give in to despair. She resolved to live. Can you understand what a painful choice that was for her? Don't cause her any more pain. That girl fights alone. To her, the most painful word there is, is friend. And what can I say but, yeah. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and she just has to keep reiterating this because Sanji is doing his white knight shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 he dives immediately into i'm gonna save my love i'm gonna was, gallop in and save the he day was, uh, he yeah. was energized did you listen to a word i just said he was energized by the excellent um cover of chapter 80 <laughs> yes. farmer yeah. sanji but, hanging out with his uh, his zebra sona <laughs> but tyler see this is gonna be different for you see sanji can kick rather well he does he, mm-hmm. he has very good mm-hmm. kicks quite good kicks navy ships can't kick they don't have legs uh, <laughs> Nami wakes up in a much calmer mood and she decides that she can probably make her remaining 7 million in one more voyage so she's gonna head out let me, t- let, me, let, me let me tell you about a few other panels that that uh, just spoke to me uh, immediately following this she's she's on the table and she says just one more voyage and our lives will be our own again and all my suffering will have paid off We'll be free of Arlong at last, and then, Bellamere, I'll finally be able to laugh from my heart. And this panel is great. This panel is my favorite one, because it's the best foreshadowing, because she's, we see her in profile, and she's just kind of, eyes closed, just sort of smiling, almost laughing to herself in a quiet way. I'll, I'll be able to laugh from my, from my heart, and in the very bottom corner of that panel, we see her Arlong tattoo... As if it were a, a force of nature just sneaking up on her, mm-hmm. uh, ready to deliver more tragedy. Bless her, she still thinks this game has rules. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which is what happens when you're introduced to the quote-unquote rules when you're ten. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. 
Like, grown-ups don't play fair, except for this one specific instance. <laughs> and just the line that really got to me was, uh, our lives will be our own again. Mm-hmm. Man. Again, money... I mean, for eight years, they haven't been living their lives. <laughs> they have not. Mm-hmm. This sort of Damocles hanging over them. Yep. But again, like, such a good, like, allegory to poverty and to economic hardship. Oh. Mm. Where you're, you're feeling like you're not really living your life, you're just kind of surviving. I'm not sure it's an allegory. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. just, like, it's the plot. just the thing it <laughs> yeah. is. Oh, it is, this is, it is the text. Yeah. <laughs> it's super text. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> the, uh, the opposite of, of subtext. <laughs> that's when they say what the thing is in big capital letters <laughs> yeah. yeah and now we're gonna get one of the best gags in the entire volume yes Man. yeah let's get some levity thank you Mr. Oda <laughs> meanwhile in Kokoyashi village Luffy spots Captain Nezumi being led by Genzo to Nami's house the marines walk up uh, uh, walk up the main street looking like they're about to get into a dance off <laughs> I see it, yeah. Uh, and Luffy is stunned in fear, or so it seems. But more than anything, he's impressed by the pinwheel on Genzo's hat. <laughs> it's a good pinwheel. Uh, and this this was a moment where I had to remind myself, Luffy doesn't have to be afraid of these people. Nobody knows who he is yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, he doesn't need to run away when he sees Marines. Give a shit him. Nezumi confronts Nami, and he tells her that all of her stolen goods, though stolen from pirates, are still stolen, and must be forfeited over to the government. Ugh. Okay, sure. That's some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) You stole it, so, um, it's mine now. We're gonna Mm -hmm. steal it, but legal, I guess. Because we are the law! So it's legal. They're justice. It says it on their coat. He did basically just say, "Stop! You violated the law. Your stolen goods are now forfeit." Stop right there, Kamelson. Nami is dumbfounded that he would ignore Arlong's atrocities just to shake her down for money, and tries to warn him not to mess with her as an officer of Arlong's crew. Though Nezumi is not too concerned about that. Oh, this this is such like real bullshit. There was a time my somebody I know got pulled over for speeding uh, be- oh, but yeah. like was going with the flow of traffic and was actually mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. slower than the flow of traffic and asked uh. the, the police like why did you pull me over I everyone else is going so much faster than me and they said well you catch the one you can get <laughs> they actually you say, piece of shit they actually, I, don't, I, don't, I don't doubt it but did they actually say that to them <laughs> that is the way the story was told to me I see. I, I believe it. Yeah, I've yeah, I've experienced that as well. Genzo reveals that he and the villagers have always known that Nami's been saving that money for them, but didn't want to tell her for fear that if she felt they were depending on her, she would never be able to just give up or run away if things got too hard for her. Oh. Uh, Nezumi threatens to arrest the whole village as accomplices to the thief. And honestly, that sounds like a pretty good fucking deal at this point. Right? Yeah, actually. After eight years of this. Yeah, take us away, officer. (laughs) Literally, please. We've been begging you to. (laughs) If we'd known this would have worked, we would have done it ages ago. (laughs) We would have done crimes ages ago. Uh, Nojiko tells him to fuck off if he's not going to help them. 
because they can't depend on the authorities. Uh, Nezumi lets slip that he somehow knows the exact amount of money that they're looking for. Oh, they're looking for, mm, carry the three, uh, 100 million berries. <laughs> Give or take. Wow. Mm. Mm. He chalks it up to a lucky guess. Punctuating that with a hick, 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 hick. He really is magnificent. <laughs> just an a absolutely awful, obnoxious piece of shit. Mm-hmm. It's it's really good. Ah, uh, the true rat fuck of One Piece. <laughs> yep. the, the shittiest of shit deals. Nami realizes that Arlong sent him, though he denies that. He would never break a promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's so angry. Yeah, that absolutely. face. Bite her lip off. That twisted face on Nami <laughs> is kind of frightening. Yep. Mm-hmm. This reminded me of the panels that I sort of wrote off when I first mm-hmm. saw them a, a while back of, like, when Nami was saying she's almost saved up, and some of the Arlong's crew was like, so, uh, then when she's saved up, we're gonna lose the village and also our navigator, huh? And the, and we're fine with that? And Arlong's like, I would <laughs> never break a promise. <laughs> and now we know. Mm-hmm. Nezumi orders his men to disperse Nami, Genzo, and Nojiko, and the marines open fire on them. Uh, Nami and Genzo carry Nojiko back to Kokoyashi village to tend to her gunshot wound, and Luffy wanders over to see if he can help. Yeah. He's hey, so what's excited. up? Can I help? What's going on? Did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> and then Nami repeats the, the old yeller bit. She throws him to the ground, telling him she wants nothing to do with him and to just get off the island. Do not help me. Yeah. She runs to confront Arlong, who asks her what promise he broke. Confront is a strong word. Because she's ready. She looks like she's ready to fucking rip his head off of his shoulders. <laughs> well, yeah, I think the problem is that it's not a strong enough word. Mm. It's is the issue. Uh, she says, don't treat me like a fool. You sent the Navy to steal my money. And Arlong catches her by the mouth and calmly asks again, when did I ever break my promise? Tell me. This is when I wanted to (laughs) fucking bury this man in the ground. This is such psychological (laughs) BS. It's the it's the ultimate like it's the it's not just that he fucked her over. Like we knew this was gonna happen, but it's that stuff. It's like the bad guy's gonna do bad guy shit. No, no, tell me, tell me where where did I lie? Where did I mess Mm -hmm. up? No, no, it's such a very like gaslighting mm. kind of behavior. Show me, show Ultimate. Me, yeah. show me yeah, where in the contract yeah. it says. Dot, dot, oh, yeah, dot. yeah. Where's the receipt? <laughs> Nesmi and the Marines find Nami's hoard and congratulate themselves because 30% of it is going to them. Not bad. Such Good a small work, percentage. Might be covered in blood and mud, but money's money. Yeah, sure. Such a small percentage. <laughs> and they're so happy yeah, that's- for it. That's your that's your problem with this? Yeah. <laughs> that's thirty million berries, Matt. Mm. That could buy Nezumi some some fine tins of whisker wax. It just makes me hate Nezumi <laughs> even more. Like if <laughs> That's the price of his fucking yeah. soul. Yeah. That little. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> um, let's not bypass over the joy of the chapter eighty one cover. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The chapter called Tears, but with the cover showing the lovely family spaghetti dinner yeah. um, with a seagull smoking <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Also, the dog is yeah. choking. Yeah, who is this yeah, dog? Like, like <laughs> the dog with the water. Is this? The dog is... But Bellamere's offering him some water. 
She's, she's, she's good. She knows what's up. I appreciate that Nami is wearing the sunflower oh, lion right. dress, as if to yeah. say this this yeah. would have been. Oh, oh God don't do that to me, Oda. Oda. Oh. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Not only would they have have had this happy meal, they also would have adopted a dog. <laughs> uh, Nami runs back to her village to stop Genzo and the others from attacking Arlong Park and throwing their lives away. Not after all this time to just throw it away in vain. Uh, she puts on a brave, smiling face, and she tells them all to wait just a little longer, and she's gonna try again. It'll be easier this time. Yeah. She's gotten much better at throbbing from fireworks. No sweat. <laughs> just a little bump in the road. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> eight years of my life thrown away. It's fine. This is fine. What's eight more? Yeah. Genzo hugs her and commends her for all that she's done, but tells her that she can't shoulder this burden alone anymore. Uh, the villagers tell her to leave the island forever and pursue her dream. Nami pulls a knife on all of them, but Genzo reaches out and grabs the blade with his bare hand and tells her to step aside. Ugh, just stop. Uh, as the villagers head out to sack Arlong Park, Nami drops to her knees, and she claws at the Arlong tattoo on her shoulder. With a knife. Well, yes, then she picks up the knife oh. and begins to repeatedly stab the tattoo and curse Arlong's name. She is broken. There, She has failed everything that she has attempted to do. Oh, it's just awful. And she's at the point where the only thing she can do is attack the effigy that's tattooed on her body. <laughs> Luffy reaches out and grabs her arm. This is my problem. After three shots. Prob please, th thank you for stopping after that, Baney. <laughs> <laughs> the, the anime goes a, a little too many for my taste. Yeah, the anime yeah. didn't, like, yeah. seven oh, or eight, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah. It, we, we've we've uh, far exceeded the shunk threshold. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, this is my favorite panel of just the grabbing of the hand, because oh, yeah. they're mm -hmm. so... Mm. The, just the, the, the composition is perfect. We just see everything, like... It's like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, and, and it's it's the, so quiet around them. Exactly. You know? The composition is perfect, and also there's no background. Yeah. And it's, yeah. A, and it's a whole mm -hmm. panel. Like a whole full, you know, page width. And it's and just yeah, empty space. Page. There's nothing the, exists except for the two of them in this and, moment. And uh, the panels leading up to that moment were just like... It's Arlong in the background overlaid. There's speed lines. There's half tones. There's so much like crunchy contrasts and patterns. Like this is the, it, as she's stabbing the knife in, cursing Arlong's name. And this pattern is the, the composition is just energy, 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 and then boom, hmm. silence. It's so evocative of this theme of of uh, togetherness that like. It, it says more clearly than Luffy could ever say with words like, uh, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I love this, like, almost a stern blankness on Luffy's face. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, you know, if it was her sister, it would be, like, hysterical, oh my god, stop. Mm -hmm. But... You're absolutely right. I, it's It's not judgmental, it's not hurt, it's not... It's completely a gentle but stern. Um, like, that was a good word you used. Uh, <laughs> like, it doesn't put anything more on Tanami. 
Yeah, like what when somebody said face. it. Somebody said it before when he, you know, when he slept through the fucking backstory, that he was that he was basically saying, "I'll learn it when she tells it to." Me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this, when you put put it like that, this has some of the same feeling. Uh, I feel like where he's like, you know, I know what she needs. She knows what she needs, but I'm not gonna make her ask for it. I'm just gonna be here. And I feel, I mean, that's consistent with him, like with Sanji when he was told to take Sanji with him and he was like no like i have to hear it from him yeah. mm-hmm. the 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 joke almost immediately gives way to the actual <laughs> person underneath and then this happens uh nami drops the knife and asks what are you doing you don't know anything and luffy says yeah i don't know anything just slept through the backstory <laughs> <laughs> She says, this has nothing to do with you. I told you, leave this island. And he says, yeah, you told me. Uh, Luffy stands stock still as Nami sobs and throws dirt at him until she finally turns around and just says, help. God, Luffy, this Mm. is, I don't know if this is because, as even Oda has said, you're too dumb to do anything else or you genuinely (laughs) have such a big heart, but like this is... What you do in therapy, where you just repeat what the person says so they have space to work through their emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luffy takes off his straw hat and he places it on Nami's head uh, and he rears back and shouts, Okay. <laughs> I did. These fucking panels. Yeah. Yeah. I did a holler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just the just the quiet like yeah yeah like, this off. yeah this was the moment when I had to when when I when I just had to stop for a moment yeah. and uh, I think it was on the podcast at the beginning where you said right Tyler mm-hmm. like you'll know if you're in or not mm-hmm. by yeah, no, this yeah. point yep. and you was said it, is it this moment mm-hmm. you, well, you said volume nine specifically yeah. so I wrote down in my notes it took until volume nine chapter eighty one page twenty two. <laughs> When I had to stop and just kind of recover for a moment. Yeah. He put his hat on her head! (laughs) He put Mm -hmm. his treasure on her head. More than anything else, his crew is his treasure. And then we cut to said crew looking like a cool street gang. (laughs) These motherfuckers ready to fucking drop the album of the (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and- <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> they would actually they would make an incredible boy band <laughs> yeah uh, you might get to hear them sing later oh, oh. don't do this yes. to me uh, we gotta meet a few more of them before I can so send you that link <laughs> oh god love a good image song the other straw hats who were waiting for Luffy's command begin to march to Arlong Park Johnny and Yosaku who had overheard Nami's backstory in the woods Challenged Arlong on their own and were beaten to a pulp. I am surprised they are alive. alive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, you know, they they rolled with uh, with Zoro. They they can't be slouches. <laughs> Not own, complete slouches. Own, right? Only beaten to a pulp by Arlong, but uh, Scurvy really put these guys at death's door. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't mess with don't mess with Scurvy. Man. Mm-mm. Uh, they now sit in the wait, way of the villagers. Wait, wait, God damn, God. Damn it. Nami knew to treat scurvy. Nami knows everything there is to know about tangerines. Tangerines. Uh, yep. Son citrus. of a bitch. 
Citrus baby. Was that a was that a citrus based X mark that we've uncovered? Carry <laughs> on. Johnny and Yosuku now sit in the way of the villagers, stopping them from attacking, uh, saying that they're waiting for a certain crew to arrive. Uh, we cut inside of Arlong Park as he wonders who those two weaklings were that they just thrashed, and if they could possibly be on Zoro's crew. <laughs> Ironically, they were. And we get one of my favorite endings <laughs> to, uh, to oh, a, 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 a volume. Suddenly, the gate gets blasted in as Luffy punches his way into Arlong Park, demanding to know which one is Arlong. <laughs> Point me at the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, it's broken and won't let me go to the next page. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts for Volume Nine? I, I just love the fact that this whole this whole thing, especially like I think people have mentioned it a bunch of times in the show, but there's always this really strong contrast between the drama and the comedy. And I felt like the mm-hmm. drama was leaning so hard on this one, just because it's really sad and awful. Um, and it's like to have all that come to this. A really big cathartic payoff at the end. It just is, yeah. It it's you know goes without saying. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite things that Oda continues to do throughout the series. Is he is so adept at drawing walls closing in around people, and you can visually see that happening to them. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. you can see it happening to Nami throughout this volume mm-hmm. in her in her face and her reactions to things. How how much and, had he done? As a as an artist before One Piece, this is it. I mean, he d- he done some one shots, yeah. but <laughs> this he is his life's work. Too, I thought like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, like he started. Yeah, he was a teenager when he started. Wow. I think he's said in some of the. I think they talk about it in some of that SBS stuff that he did some like assistant. Oh yeah, running yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, work. And he must yeah. have. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. And he must have been you know studying. Oh yeah, let's not uh, pretend he didn't. Work. He didn't stu- like study his ass off. Yeah, but it's just it's still Sorry, yeah, yeah. like even yeah. uh, it, we cut, we didn't really mention it, but in one of the SBS questions, someone asked about the uh, the mark on Sanji's knife that we pointed out. Oh yeah, recording, mm-hmm. and he admits mm-hmm. it was a uh, he just wrote uh, Fist of the North Star. It's one of his favorite mangas. In the world. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Indie darling, Fist of the North Star. <laughs> The, the reason that the, the walls closing in is so great is because then we also get the catharsis of Luffy fucking smashing yeah, those literally. walls. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. Sometimes yeah. literally. Yeah. <laughs> it, it made me think... Um, I, 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 it took I took a moment to think after the, you know, the big moment where she finally asks for his help. And um, it took me until then to figure out why the moment works. Because on paper... It seems like it should just be, oh, the girl starts crying and she needs the guy to come help her. Eventually, what I think I figured out is that it's because the reason that she's begging him for help, and she is begging, if it's only for a moment, but that is what happens. It's because it isn't for anything, like, you know, pointless. Like, she's, there's, there's, it's totally unpretentious and real. It's not for herself, it's not for her own ambitions, it's for, no, like, the, all the people I grew up with, who I love and care about after all of this, are gonna fucking die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's more important than... It, you can't even say it's more important than her pride, because it's not even pride. It's it's trauma. And she's decided, yeah. no, it's, this is more important than that. 
them not having to die is more important. So, yeah, I'm going to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. Yes. <laughs> it's worth a shot at this point. It's, yeah. I think it also works because we've so set up, like, the rules around asking for help yeah. as being, yeah. like, instantly death. Um, yeah. And the Absolutely. most painful thing for her to allow herself to do. Yeah. And not not is, just discouraged, but, but something that is actively punished. So this is not only her overcoming that past, but, like, putting some trust in Luffy that, like, hey, maybe the rules can change. Maybe there is a crack in these walls that you've built, that have been mm-hmm. built up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and also that the, the Straw Hats as a unit are just slowly developing into a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Luffy says, all right, let's kick some ass, and the rest of them were ready. Yeah. They yeah, were true. already in the album cover shot. Like, yeah. There's a, oh, there's a great moment where... Where was it? I wrote it down and then I forgot to I forgot to bring it up. Maybe I didn't write it down. I don't know. There's a moment where um, Zoro is able to turn literally anything into like a cool badass one-liner, and it, it mm-hmm. was something about like you know like oh Luffy. I think it might have been about the fact that he like he slept through the backstory. He's like yeah yeah Luffy yeah. doesn't need to hear this, and, but he says it with the same like shit-eating grin on his face <laughs> as when he was you know trying to prove that Nami isn't a witch woman. Where he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I know Luffy by now. He uh, he doesn't care about any of this. None of this matters to him. He's going to do what he thinks is right. Uh, and he's probably going to be correct. And he's just <laughs> and like... And I'm going to sit here and wait for him. <laughs> yep, I, he's going he's gonna to get here and I'm just going to... I'm here along for the ride. I will be ready when I am summoned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luffy, so Zoro will get to say in the future, yep, I was his first, the first member of his crew. <laughs> I was the first Nakama. Yeah, he's looking. He's looking forward to being able to to lord that over people. <laughs> I think it's definitely Luffy respects the agency of his crew and doesn't want yeah. to mm-hmm. take or override that. So it's I want you to do I want you to do this thing, but we're not going to do it until you give the okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, because the, the same sentiment was expressed like last uh, volume, where it's like, I want Sanji to join my crew more than anything, but I'm not gonna mm-hmm. force him. He has to want to join. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's another important angle to it, I think, of um, you know uh, that that where he says, I want to go to. Hang on, I gotta go back to the the manga and find the actual panel because um, you know it's like the it's like the call and response bit where she she says you don't know what's been going on on this island and his response is just no i don't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's it's important not to insult people by acting like you do understand what -hmm. they're going through Mm -hmm. if you have gone through it you have to be able to Mm -hmm. express i have all the sympathy in the world and i will help you if you want my help but i don't understand not really. Yeah, the Theo, you really put it like so perfectly when you just said just the act of giving her space. Yeah, yeah. Dave, especially contrast that with how he reacted to Sanji trying to throw his life away, where he very much did understand what he was going through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He understands the difference. Just to his credit. Well, thank you for bringing up that contrast. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So- yeah. So it is on to something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any might, other thoughts? Might be a coincidence. 
<laughs> Any other thoughts for Volume right, Nine? Because yeah. I have a few. <laughs> this older guy, he's just—it's just, it's just uh, some some rookie luck. It's yeah. a flash in the pan, it's, which we know about a... now, thanks to the SBS. The <laughs> 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 that really got me. Um, no, carry, carry on. Nope, I'm done. Anyone else have thoughts? Uh, all emotions, no thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Head empty, heart full. <laughs> all uh, all emotions left beef. I do. Uh, <laughs> I do uh, really wonder wow. where Oda picked this up from because um, I don't know if I'm pretty sure Hajime no Ippo was already in serialization, serialization mm-hmm. by this point. Oh yeah, definitely. But a a hallmark of that series is the build up to a fight, and yeah. mm-hmm. it's the the build up to this fight is so reminiscent to that series to me huh. here that I, I kind of wonder if he was influenced by it, but I can't make any assumptions. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, this is another one, because this is one of the big ones, right? It's been going for a million years. Yeah. Um, it, it really is another one of those things that makes me think, like, I recognize like, so many tropes that in anime that either they're either I'm either tired of them or they actually actively annoy me, <laughs> and now I'm fucking realizing, uh, oh, this is because they were trying to be One Piece and doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they were yeah, handled wrong, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or less deftly, yeah, or just right. with the lack of, you know, because there's nothing inherently wrong with the technique of oh, you build up a lot of weird stuff about a character and then you reveal the backstory and it, like it takes a whole mm-hmm. episode of the anime or whatever, and it's like, well. I don't actually think there's a trick to that. I think you just have to make the backstory worth it, yeah. and you have to pay. You have to pace it correctly. Yeah, like, like we learned so much about Arlong just from people existing in the same area. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't need to know Arlong's like, fucking he's backstory. Not, he's not really <laughs> fucking actively doing anything throughout this whole. No, I mean, like he yeah. is, but smiling. Menacing. There's a lot of him just yeah, just sitting around and just like being a presence, and mm-hmm. we're like given yeah. context through like all the other shit that's happening. He's not a not a character so much as a force of nature. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's a fish man. I like that Arlong is a sawtooth shark. I just think it's a really underrated animal. It's <laughs> all I can. He's a sawtooth shark. Like, I, made I think we're gonna get a lot of that in this show. But... I always thought he was supposed to be a saw, saw uh, swordfish. Yeah, yeah, that'd be the obvious yeah, one, right? I was gonna say, like, where's the uh, where's the where's the goblin shark well, representation? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> scary. I'd like to see a great white shark. Yeah, surprised that isn't in, in some, this actually in this part. Those are some grand line fishmen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We haven't we haven't met the guy he split off from yet. This <laughs> 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 reminded me of something. Uh, this is kind of related. It's really quick, but I remember one time my cousin we were driving back from a vacation spot, and all of a sudden he just asked. My aunt, like, he goes, Mom, how many sharks are there in the world? And it was just the dumbest question. Wow. That's insane. I love it. But I, I kept thinking about it when I looked at all the, the fishmen. Turns out his dream was to find all the sharks in the world. <laughs> Very unfortunately, he got his dream. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, slightly related, I actually have a, um, a fishman fan OC. Oh, he's really? 
We have to bring this segment back. It was so good at the beginning of Destructo Discars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's a lion. We have, we have, and he shoots poison darts out of his wrist. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, really nice. Nice. <laughs> I love lionfish. Oh, that whips. Lionfish. I actually was looking up care guides for a dwarf fuzzy lionfish today in case I ever got a saltwater tank. Amazing. Specifically because they are very good. Uh, before we get to X marks, I do have a couple more scrambly middle of the night notes in my phone for this oh, yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, do share. Yes, please. please. Uh, one of my favorite ways that I have heard One Piece described is as a drama masquerading as a shonen action series. I believe <laughs> it. Ooh. Oh, that's the good. best anime are. Uh, which definitely, <laughs> definitely shows its, its face yeah. in this volume. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk about characters being stupidly noble for the purpose of drama. Hmm. Uh, which is that often characters will do illogical things, but that are consistent with their ideals and beliefs. Uh, and this is regarding Bellamere's decision to announce that she has two children. Mm-hmm. They will be mocked as fools by the peanut gallery in that moment, but will still hopefully be seen by the audience as being noble. Which I think is true. Right. Yeah. In this yeah. case. You could cinema sins ding 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 all day in that oh, scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like we could say like, well, she could have just not said it. They could have hidden the children. Yeah, I, I've seen a right. I've seen a Reddit Reddit thread or two about that scene. Yes. Where they oh boy, I bet you have. But that's sure. so yeah. much of like being a backseat football coach of like, oh, I would have made this plan. Like, <laughs> you're not taking into account man, the, the intense emotions happening. That nice. is such and a good right. comparison. Yeah, and the service to the story, too. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, how would that improve the story? <laughs> right. Well, and no one no one who ever makes I mean... complaints like that ever actually like, likes stories. <laughs> <laughs> Writing is hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that's true, too. I'm not even giving them that much credit. The kinds of people who <laughs> make those kinds of complaints. It, it's, this, yeah. it's this obsession with, like, fix it fix. I think mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. it's a need to just like I, oh but that's if only this still, thing had happened still giving him too much credit <laughs> F- yeah, fix it fix it's a is, refusal, is created it's a refusal to suspend disbelief mm. well it, what it is at least in my experience is fix it fix is it's not usually something I enjoy but fix it fix comes from a need for emotional catharsis. Like, you needed something emotionally from a story, and for one reason or another, it didn't give it to you. Hmm. Um, often because it wouldn't have been correct for the story, but I understand the impulse. That kind of, was, of Reddit thread... It was a thread, need for, for sustenance that was not provided. Right. And and the stuff that you guys are talking about, the Reddit thread, you know, backseat football coach stuff, is people who, they, for one thing, they always are, like, they're really angry that the characters don't have the audience's top-down perspective. They're like, yeah. well, why don't the mm-hmm. the why don't the characters act in a perfectly logical fashion in a way that we right. from outside the story can tell would have been the perfectly optimal for a way the, a way for them to behave. Yeah. Ooh, they're um, mad. They're right. mad that the characters don't behave as though they're being played by RPG power gamers. <laughs> uh, yeah. That is an excellent Ooh, yeah. way to put it because they also like. You will constantly hear the refrain, oh my god, why did character X do this? It doesn't make any sense. And whenever I hear anyone say that, I'm like, point to the last thing a human being did that made sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will, you will all yeah. be a liar. <laughs> like, the, the, those kinds of, of critics 
are, and that's not to say that there aren't like stupid movies out there that are dumb people and don't do stupid bullshit in them. Right. But it is it is shocking how many criticisms of fiction I see that boil down to humans don't act rational, and for mm. some reason I don't like that this story represented that. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Uh, Especially in in moments of high drama, high emotion, you don't think straight. Like, you don't... And I mean, I feel like that's, in this instance, kind of a credit to Bellamere of, like, her strength to stick to that conviction when, in the moment, it's so easy to just, yep, nope, that's it, Mm -hmm. and we're done, and we're out, moving on. To let the fear take over. Yeah. Yeah. Being their mother is the most important thing to Bellamere as a person. It is literally what gives yeah, her life meaning kept at this her point. Alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Her saying in that moment, these are my children, there is no material difference between that and Luffy saying, I will be the Pirate mm-hmm. King. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. just cracked it. Yeah, you just cracked it for me. And what's important about it is that that's how Luffy would put it, too. Yeah. He would not disparage her is her simple, quote-unquote simple, desire to have a family in comparison to his grand dream. Like, it's, it's your dream. doesn't matter what it is. It's your dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also connect this back to what Oda said about Luffy killing his enemies mm-hmm. and saying that to deny them their beliefs is a fate worse than death and that killing their body is besides the point. I was just reminded of that in that moment as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, because it's it truly is like that sentiment writ large. Uh, so this is where I want to tie it back to Nami's quote unquote betrayal of her village, mm-hmm. and especially in the in the anime dub, the specific verbiage that they use, because it really struck something with me. She's obviously lying in that scene, like we find out later that she, or it's implied that she was doing that on purpose to keep them safe and to not have them try and help her again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I think when she says, why would I want to live like Bellamere if it just gets you killed? I don't want to die like that is the one true thing that she said <laughs> in her little speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because she is terrified to say what she wants and what she believes with her whole chest oh, yeah. like that. That's true. Yeah. Mm. And I do think that she sees that reflected in Luffy as well. Yeah. Oof. How could you not? Right. And that's what gives her pause every once in a while around yeah, him. Like when yeah. she first meet him, she was constantly so baffled by his behavior. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing that I wanted to talk about was an overarching theme of One Piece, uh, which is... I actually have a couple. <laughs> I forgot that I wrote <laughs> yeah. one more. I scrolled down. Oops. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> first, uh, found family. We already brought it up. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's pretty obvious, but it's a very, very crucial part of One Piece, I think. <clears throat> and with the exception of Usopp, none of the Straw Hat pirates were raised by their biological parents. Yeah, mm. you're right. Because we don't uh, even know like who. And even our then. introduction to Kid Luffy, like he was just a town rascal hanging around <laughs> pirates. Yep. Yeah. And then Usopp's yeah, mom died when he was a child, and his dad, yeah, pretty much never been there. Yeah, I guess raised is a, is a strong yeah. <laughs> yeah, word to use true. there mm-hmm. because he was very young when she passed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, even in his case, he did not have his biological parents growing up. Um, we don't lo- know Luffy's parents, we don't know Zoro's, we don't know Sanji's, we don't know Nami's. 
and their camaraderie as a crew going forward also becomes very family-esque. Uh, and I think that this is a important part of what Oda is trying to depict with his manga is <laughs> the value of a found family, mm-hmm. even over a biological family. Yeah, because very little import is ever placed on blood relationships, and even when it is, it is almost always to subvert them. I already right. love this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a opposite of the Star Wars Joe series. <laughs> oh. Ah. oh, Star Wars. That's a different, that's a different comment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the last thing that I wanted to express, we've already sort of been touching on as well, and I tried to make it a, a pithy coin phrase, but I don't think it actually services it very well. Mm. Um, what I wrote down was spite makes right in the One Piece world. As opposed to might making right, because we have seen it a couple times um, and we will continue to see it that these people in power will claim that they respect might and they respect power because they have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as soon as they get the inkling that they're not going to have it, then they change the rules. Right. Right, like, how absolute was Don Krieg until the table started to actually get turned? <laughs> then he lost his fucking shit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It started with Helmeppo and Zoro. Yeah. Yeah, you're Where right. He, he offered him that challenge, and then he changed the rules on him. Mm-hmm. They think they can break the other person. They don't respect the will of the other person, or they, they write mm-hmm. it off. Because they think the challenge they're issuing is impossible. And as soon as they see that that other person is willing to go through with it and is is going to go through with it and will put their all into going through with it, it scares them. (laughs) Yeah. Which is kind of why whenever Luffy makes his bold proclamation that he's going to be king of the pirates, everyone gets like a little offended. Yeah. (laughs) You can't just say shit like that. You can't just say that. (laughs) Like, you don't even have an escrow. Like... Like, it's these these forces of power so ready to pull the ladder up behind them because they are absolutely terrified of even losing a, a tiny shred of it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Can't think of any parallels to that in real life. Not a one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pure fiction. Mm-hmm. What a fantastical world Oda has created. <laughs> so unlike our own. Could be anything. You can tell through the subtext that Oda very much respects and admires those in power and wishes them the best. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I have for Volume 9. I think two hours is enough of talking, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Uh, How about some X marks? There's a couple. Yeah. 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 Lead us to some treasure. I have a quick question, like, because I'm a baby and haven't read One Piece yet. Does it stay yeah. this... It, this isn't like the high watermark, is it? Like, does it stay good? It only gets better. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hang on. It gets better from here? <laughs> it hurts how much better it gets. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it is kind of unfathomable how good the series is. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> how, All right. how can that happen? That's how I feel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you guys would be flashback to when the big three was happening, and people would complain about mm-hmm. uh, the the how short the chapters feel in Bleach and, and uh, how how, <laughs> how silly like overpowered and like dumb Naruto's getting, and I'm just like, but what? You should you should be reading One Piece. Oh, I was. <laughs> that too. 
It just keeps going up. Future Oda is looking at past Oda and says, hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, like, it's... No, actually... I mean, I can't wait to get there, because having having a a series so notoriously ongoing... Yeah. um, For it to maintain... For it to only maintain would be something it's, to brag about. It's future, staggering. Future Oda is, uh, is, is going up to past Oda and going, Dylan, you son of a bitch. And then they're doing <laughs> the Predator cool guy handshake. <laughs> like, it, it takes us 500 chapters for us to get to an arc that I felt kind of blasé about. <laughs> and then what, like, kind of blasé like that's the yeah the, that's the that's, point. that's as negative as i can feel about <laughs> where's it the, yeah where's the bar do i need a telescope to find where the bar is <laughs> we're, we're gonna get to an arc that i feel i i didn't enjoy but tyler will fight me tooth and nail on on how oh, that's interesting i'm gonna fight you to death matt <laughs> he'll, he'll murder me for besmirching it yeah i think i know which arc that is <laughs> i'm gonna drag you kicking and screaming <laughs> to the promised land <laughs> that escalated well, very fast. So much to look forward to. <laughs> this is yeah. It's Matt and Tyler as Sanji and Zoro, and I'm in the middle, <laughs> getting clobbered to death. <laughs> All right. How about some X marks? Yes. yes. First is Sanji's quote: "Love is always a hurricane." Ooh. Here I am. I was just going to say that. Rocky, Rocky like. <laughs> Next is a lion that looks like a sunflower. Hmm. Zoro and Sanji sure love arguing. Ooh. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, and this, I had trouble phrasing this, and I still might have trouble phrasing this. <laughs> because it is nebulous. Uh, but I'm going to say Arlong's relationship to Nami. Hmm. Specifically to young Nami. Nami. Yeah, the, his attitude towards children. Hmm. What was it? It was uh, Lion Looks Like a Sunflower, Zoro and Sanjay Love Arguing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were two others. And Love is Always a Hurricane. Oh. And those are the X-Marks. Okay. Whew. Jason, take us home. Uh, tucked in after all these uh, ocean charts, I do have a star chart here. Uh, I got a little horoscope for one of our One Piece characters. How about that? Yes, please. Please. Yes. And uh, because this has been a very, 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 very Nami-centric chapter, uh, it would seem only fitting uh, to have her be our star chart this week. Uh, uh, Her canonical birthday is July 3rd, making her a Kansa. Yay! (laughs) Good company. Of course. Uh, So Nami, here's what the stars have to say about you this week. Today's a day to daydream, although this may not be an activity you usually do. You may even feel like you're on vacation. Let's just hope people don't ask you a lot of difficult questions, because your answers will be anything but clear. But you shouldn't have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders every day. (laughs) You thought this was going to be a safe little reading, huh? No, there are no safe readings. (laughs) Today is a day to have a flashback within a flashback. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. I appreciate everyone who is joining us for this grand voyage through One Piece, and I hope that you continue to do so. Laura, where can our Nakama find you on the Grand Online? Grand Online? Oh, gracious. Okay, well, I go by, haha, I'm Laura. 
on Twitter and Newgrounds, and I'm also on Instagram. I haven't posted it in a minute. Just start to get back on that again. Uh, and that's it for now. I'm an animator, and I also post a lot of art. Uh, that's about it. And uh, Matt? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter, on Twitch, all the uh, various social medias under Define Prog, where you'll catch me drawing and playing video games, doing my VTuber thing. Jason? Uh, yeah, you can find me on all the socials as jcavs. That's J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S um, on Twitter, Instagram. I don't really use those that much, but mostly you can find me on Twitch.tv. Usually I stream Wednesday nights, but sometimes I'll just you know, stream when I got the time. Justin? Hello. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WJustinKing. Um, I'm uh, rather sparse on both, but um, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be around. Uh, Melissa? I'm on the Grand Web's under Kristaya, K-R-I-S-T-A-I-A, um, mostly Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Uh, I am still uh, Scythe, P-S-Y-T-H-E, on Archive of Our Own. I write fanfiction, rarely. And Theo. I stay far away from the Grand Online. <laughs> Smart. Find me in the mountains. It's only gonna <laughs> seem even wiser as we go forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter at MealPeace, or you can send us emails to piecemealpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and if you would be so kind, I would appreciate if you would rate and review this show on the podcast service you're using to listen to it, or uh, also just send it around. Uh, spread it to people you think would enjoy it. Uh, stuff this podcast in a bottle and cast it into the sea. <laughs> uh, this has been piecemeal. Keep dreaming. And crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs>